welcome to the X, Y, and Z <laughs> podcast. It's a Z today. I'm here with Dean Ira. And here with the news. <laughs> and Christian Breaker. Hello. I'm and here with the weather. It's slightly cloudy and <laughs> gloomy today. And I'm it's Harry. It's fucking freezing, by the I'm way. Harry Fox, yes. Yeah, it's, you just it's, came back from the desert. Yeah. That's probably yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And someone someone on, the, on a video conference today was like, oh my God, you're really tanned. But I can't tell because all the cameras make it weird nowadays. It's like, wait, what? what? What's that? Was that? That's small talk right there. Were, were, were you trying to give me a compliment or mm. were you trying to be a cunt? No, <laughs> like, that's actually, that's weird because that means she made a mental image of Oh no, you. it was a he. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Equally inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so bit of a disclaimer on this episode, maybe a big one. So this is going to be a heavier XYZ episode and it may be triggering if... If you've been through some of this shit. When is not triggering? <laughs> no, but actually triggering. Like triggers. I mean, you know, every, let, let me, every episode let, let you me know. do this. Let me do this. All right, all right. All right guys. Um, if, you, if you have uh, gone through uh, trauma where um, people have been doing stuff to you that you didn't want to, um, then this might actually be uh, uh, triggering. We're going to talk about stuff. Um, that is very close to home. Um, but also, it's, I think, important that we do talk about it. And here we go. Yeah. Take us away, Harry. And I, I guess where it begins is, like, uh, occasionally on the podcast, like, we've made, like, little jokes about roofies, like, because it's kind of, like, become part of culture. I have a, I have a sort of a joke <laughs> I've never done on stage. It's like, you know, like, I like to leave my, my drink lying around at clubs because so, I think drugs should be free. And uh, and <laughs> trying to make light out of a dark topic, but I think today we should uh, get into it more seriously because actually it begins a uh, um, yeah the someone I know I'm gonna, I'm getting a bit emotional now, but someone someone I know uh, got roofied not so long ago, and it just made it's the first time I really thought through what that whole thing must be like yeah and there was even someone I, I don't know i started like 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 googling some of this shit and from different opinions on it there's even there's some woman i saw well like at least with if you get roofied uh you the good news is is you can't remember it but that's actually not even true mm -hmm. because it, like with all anesthetics your subconscious <laughs> is still awake so you're it's now fucking now in your subconscious uh, yeah. it, with this blur of weirdness around it. And I mean, I think at one level, like the worst nightmare for either of my kids is that this happens to them. I'm, I've actually started like explaining to my daughter now, being more careful, like never accept a drink from a dude. If some dude wants to buy you a drink, then go to the bar and watch the barman do it. And and still, like you, you know, it's sometimes fucked up shit's happening. But I guess, yeah, uh, to me, that I guess there's some level of it is just like there's the premeditation of it, and and I just find it brings out a certain rage in me. It, so maybe maybe it's best to to break it down a little bit, yeah. um, because these um, I think these experiences have become weirdly common. Yeah. Um, and not 
I don't want to make light of this. They have become common not only for women. Yeah. Uh, this is this is where this is where it's strange. Obviously, I think most cases that I'm aware of uh, in in my friendship circle, I guess it is women that are attacked. But I I myself have been roofied once, um, which was an incredibly wild ride um, and not in a good way at all. Um, it was, uh, it's exactly what you said before, Harry. It's it's kind of the moment of you do remember shit, but you also remember the trauma that, or you, you remember the, uh, the fucking pain that it causes because you were out of control. Um, that was the biggest freak out. Like I have been drinking myself too silly many a time but i always felt like i was at least somewhat in control to at least find my home or fall asleep on a train yeah. or something and somehow but, even when you're completely drunk if there's a threat you like yeah. defense mechanisms kick in and i mean but also maybe we if you want to get into the story in, in a moment but I mean, it's a similar thing. I was talking to a, f a friend of yours, Dean, like, like I don't know, like a year ago or something. And and on the topic of roofs, it's like, yeah. She, and it, it, what was shocked me was how blase she was. She's like, yeah, basically every woman has to deal with this. You're, every woman gets roofied once yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, which this a lot. is like fucking unbelievable to yeah. me. It, it, and yeah. Anyway. All right, let, let's, so, let's uh, break it down. So, um what 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 is it actually so um we we are talking about it heaps or it's been talked about in media but what happens is someone premeditates to put a drug and in some cases a very <laughs> a very strong and powerful drug into a drink of someone that's unaware of it yeah okay that's what we're talking about exactly um which which already there there is there there's a layer of fucked upness in it. Yeah, because you gotta acquire the drug, you gotta plan like tonight I'm doing this. My knowledge of the actual drugs is that there's a GHB, which I know that people take recreationally yeah. as well while drinking, or you can't drink with it. I'm not sure, I've never done a GHB, but I know that it is a party drug and I know that if it is uh put into a drink with alcohol, it can like a, a high dose that can uh it's it's a very common day rate drug actually um i know eye drops work as well a friend of mine used to do uh. it to his dad <laughs> well, he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't want him at the parties his house parties during high school he used to put <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually right, funny right, I mean, can we start with that so let's have a little bit of like hardiness <laughs> that's how fucked up <laughs> yeah i i liked it i thought it was hilarious because dad never knew what was going on can i just say if my kids listen to this you, you fucking ever dare <laughs> just two drops of normal eye drops <laughs> from, from now on your whiskey is tainted <laughs> oh fuck uh not the <laughs> okay um yeah so like i know that those often might get mixed up in a drink too like of course there's premeditated um roofie situations but there's also people maybe going a little bit too hard in the ghb you know or or you're drinking somebody right, else's like drink accidental with it. 
accidental situation. Yeah, the, the, not this, that that is an excuse for that, or it should be cool. But like, people need to be aware that people are taking date rate drugs recreationally as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's that element, and and the other element of like, you might by chance take someone else's drink. Yeah. How must the person that try to roofie the other person feel? when the wrong person falls unconscious there is man like that shit's so fucked up like there was one viral video that went around recently where a guy at it was at like a coachella concert thing and this girl was taking a selfie holding her drink pretty close to her chest and he managed to like sneak behind her and put something in during but it was so unbelievably quick and premeditated and strange that she had to watch the selfie video back just to see that oh there was somebody that dropped something in there real quick it was done in a flash. That's what, what, unbelievable. What do you think goes through a guy's head? Maybe I'm giving them too much platform right now, but what goes through a man's head doing something like this? What is the, what is the motivation? I, I, I cannot comprehend the motivation behind this. I can only do it from like a standard, I don't know, perhaps this is the psychology behind it. So obviously it's like a, it's a control issue. You know, they've, they're they drugging someone to try and rape them at later point, like a predator type thing in a typical, like, rape situation. You know, that's mm-hmm. probably the main aspect of it. The second one could also be somebody who's just fucking around with people and drugging people for fun in some kind of twisted, macabre, you know, sense of humor. Who knows? Yeah. Those are the two ones that I can kind of think of or I, s- associate with. I mean, it's the famous comedy example, Cosby, but I don't think he ever... I never heard anyone like get into or a confession from him why like why the fuck would you even enjoy that it's like it's like the, it's <laughs> like card level with like uh, rapers for example no but the, it's like you're gonna the sex is gonna be the worst sex that like i had when i was 18 like it was like oh like a sack of potatoes like why like that's not <laughs> there's so nothing good about that that's no it's nice when they move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Horrible. So at least someone moves. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Sounds like my ex marriage. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, I never heard a good ex like anyone crack what Cosby's thing was there because it's it's probably a power power issue. It must be. And but obviously, he, nobody wants to fuck Cosby either. No, but he—I mean—he'd been doing it for he. Everyone would have wanted. They would. No, I mean, because he's a rich and powerful it's, man. It's a power he, thing. He could have. He could it's have not been, level with the rapist. Or, no, I, I, just, I just wanted to that, say. I think we we gave we we gave the perpetrators the three minutes that they deserve. But um, well, I just say uh, the rest of time they should burn in in hell. Yeah, exactly. Because it, it just. I mean, because the thing is, if someone if someone like well, if someone rapes someone like in the moment, like they got crazy, and I don't understand that either. But somehow, I can understand like like, like, like a, a an urge. I just was like I was drunk and stupid and whatever. Like the, in a way, that's almost slightly more forgivable than someone that has you been can planning somehow, all day. Yeah, you can do. somehow lower yourself enough to try and understand the craziness that that involves right? yeah yeah but this is like a whole new level where they've planned it yeah yeah okay fair enough but right. let's let's turn it on its head because what so, happened to you so, yeah yeah um okay so it happened twice fuck um you're such a slut <laughs> <laughs> the first one the, the first one that was the bad one um the second one is kind of funny um 
and uh, we'll we'll get there. So the first one was really bad. I was in a I was in a bar in London. Um, this is more than a decade ago now, and I wasn't in a in in a bar that you should go to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? It was called Yold Roofy. Yold Roofy. No, there was some nefarious paints and dockings Roofy. Or... <laughs> this, this was the end of the night. Oh yes. Prince Andrew's arms, <laughs> which are weirdly short and sweaty. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we found funny. <laughs> Somehow. Okay, go ahead. It so. was uh, it was somewhere in East East London where nefarious things would happen in that particular bar, and it was kind of known that that's the case. It was the end of the night. I was there with a mate. We had another beer, um, and then I felt like uh, staying there for a, for a little bit. And the next thing I do remember is waking up on the uh, pavement. Um, on the sidewalk right in front of that bar and it was at that point 6 30 a.m holy shit we were at that <laughs> one no fuck yeah dude. five hours five and a half hours <laughs> yeah yeah um i had to work that next day <laughs> no you didn't <laughs> uh and i did go uh, i was staying at a hotel i went to my hotel room i got changed my buddy at work who was out with me the night before he what is, he, yeah, what the he fuck? calls me he calls me on my phone my my phone was obviously dead it was back alive when i was in the hotel room and he's like where the fuck are you we have a meeting it's now i think it was like like eight by that point i haven't slept properly mm. I, i've slept on the streets um, uh, my my jacket <laughs> my jacket was full of chewing gum like <laughs> just from, from the from the floor uh, so, um, I go. To, I, I have a shower. I go to work. I I stink of piss. Uh, not not okay. I think of alcohol. Yes, context is important. I think of alcohol. I was obviously having a heavy one, but I told my buddies like I do not remember what happened. What the mm. fuck is going on? And he goes like, dude, check your bank account. Out of the blue, he just says, go and check your bank account, mm. which I do. Bank account was, was fine. And then I check my credit card oh and 1500 bucks were missing. Fuck. So I have tried to reconstruct this to no avail. The money was taken at that venue. So do, do you know how bars in, in, in the UK sometimes have ATMs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was clearly taken at that bar. Okay. Um, and it, it was 1500 bucks. It was a lot of money. Yeah. It, it was heaps of money. Um, and I, I didn't, I didn't know what happened. I honestly didn't know what happened. And I got myself checked as well because I was worried. It was like, did I catch something? Like, did I catch a disease? I did blood work and all that sort of stuff. It was all fine. Um, my hip was a bit fucked from sleeping on the street. Oh man. <laughs> but Obviously, everyone in the in uh, at work who who was out with me, it w we were a young group. We all knew what happened that night. We all went fucking nuts. And, yeah, you know, it's like oh, it's a wild night out in London on a Thursday and mm. whatever. And then Friday is basically hangover day, and by yeah. f by four p.m. you're sitting uh, out in a pub and having another beer, and that's kind of what happened. But 
it was not a hangover. It was one of the worst things that I've ever experienced. You know, have you have you guys had blackout after drinking? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you know when it starts mm -hmm. and you know when it's end, when it ends, right? Yeah, yeah. What I have is like a dream. It's it's you don't know where it started. Mm. I remember moments, but I I cannot put them in sequence. So I don't know what happened in that four hour, three and a half hour gap. It's just a blur. It, it's just not existent. And um, blackout drunk, I know like, all right, I had that drink and then I was done. Yeah. <laughs> then somehow I got home. And usually, yeah. and usually even then, like you, you get like, as you, the hangover wears off, you start to be able to repiece what happened. Yeah. But even like as a, like if you drink too much and you blackout drunk, I know that your short-term short -term memory just um, stops working properly, right? But you're still there. You're still experiencing those things. You still have that standard, I'm just drunk response. Sure. You, know, the, the, you actually believe that you act all crazy when you're drunk, but it's just it's just you're more liable to, to without kind of boundaries. What I'm trying to say is like when you're drunk, blackout drunk, you're still acting relatively normal. You're yeah, being, yeah, 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 yeah. You, Unless you're a dickhead, that's obviously behaving like a dickhead, shithead. Obviously, but if yeah. you're under the influence of probably like a date rape drug, who knows what you're capable of? Because you're probably far more malleable in those situations. Yeah, and apparently also kind of like um, being talked into shit. Exactly. Because what it looked like, and <laughs> it did end up talking to the cops about it. What it looked like was that I walked to that cash machine by myself. Yeah. Oh, they had like there security was, footage. There was security footage, and wow. I did walk to that ATM by myself. So and they, it was in a corner, um, next to the bar, um, and the 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 people that engaged that conversation were not with me. Mm. So they could have also just been like, you withdrew one hundred and fifty pound. Put in an extra zero. <laughs> yeah, but then where did the money go? Did, I, right, it, did yeah. it just smack fifteen hundred pounds no in a on a countertop in London yeah. and go like everyone's Everyone here winner tonight? Feed. <laughs> yeah, but so I guess I guess it's like they. Uh, I mean, like I've I looked up some of the chemical descriptions of like rufinol is the the product name, <clears throat> and there's chemical, but it, but it's what's called a hypnotic, so. It, it's used for anesthesia and stuff, but I guess they, they convince you of some plan when your state, you're just up for anything. So it's like, mm. look, dude, if you get this money out, we got an amazing deal or whatever, like something where you were bought into this being a good idea. Like, I'll, yeah, give, give me that and I'll be back in 10 minutes and you'll have a million or whatever. I don't know. I, 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 or, or it might have just been pussy. You know, it might have been that that simple. That I was I was single. Um, I was out. It, it was it was after uh, uh, I, I I separated. It might have just been pussy. That that that's it. Like I <laughs> I have no other explanation for this. That's actually. Have you seen that J Lo movie? <laughs> There's a movie with her and like a bunch of other strippers, and they start roofing dudes. Uh, and emptying all their credit cards out. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and what's fucked up about that movie is it's framed in the context of female empowerment. 
Like, <laughs> it, oh wow, it really is. Like, there's a little bit of yeah, we fucked up, kind of, but but no real. Like, it, it used to be like criminal movies. The 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 bad guy, even if they're the hero, ends up anti -hero. paying the price. The anti-hero always has to pay. This, not really. It's like there's scenes where like they've just robbed a whole bunch of dudes, and they the movie justifies that like these are rich cunts who are assholes, whatever. And then uh, they're having like this slow-mo party scene where like they're jumping up and down and throwing money and and it's just like, but it's ladies, so it's all good. <laughs> like ladies getting revenge on evil guys, but. Maybe they are, I haven't seen the movie. It's all about context, I suppose. Yeah, I forgot what it's called even, but it's, a, the only the only impressive thing about the movie is like J-Lo is like still, she got it, <laughs> holy fuck. Like, she has not aged. My God. But anyway. Thanks. Horniest description of jail I've heard in no, a long it was time. Like, it was like, what, she respect, still guts it. Respect to her. <laughs> but, okay. I mean, the thing is, is, also I read, like, it takes about 16 hours for this drug to work. Like, if it depends on what, yeah, it could be sure. different drugs. But if it's rufinol, it takes about 16 hours to get out of your system. So the... You have this period where you have no fucking clue, but then after that, you still don't feel good. Like it's affecting you all day afterwards, basically. Oh yeah, no, I was, I was, um, I, I, I was not coming together. But we, like, my mates and I, we all put it down to, ah, uh, you just went too far. Like I went too far that night. I just, I, I had too uh. many. I don't know, fucking shots or whatever, so, blah, blah, blah. I was, it was just being a dumb cunt and just getting hammered. And then, so, um, it is 4 p.m. in London on a Friday, so we did hit the pub hard before flying back to Zurich. Um, and so I was pretty much perma-drunk for 24 hours anyway. <laughs> yeah. And there is just this gap <coughs> in between where... I know shit went weird and I have the credit card statement to show for it. But the rest of it is just like I, I, I never I could never fully reconstruct it. When when did you actually figure out that this was something truly fucked up that happened? Like about two days later. Okay. So on the day I was just weirded out by the fact that I woke up on the streets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm heavily weirded it's out by a, that. It's not a common thing. No, it's not a <laughs> no. common occurrence. I've yeah. I've fallen asleep in a train once. Yeah. Um after a night out. That that did happen, but no, it's not something that has a recurring pattern yeah. um in any shape or form. Yeah. My my only experience with being uh drugged per se. I like how Kristen and I have been bit drugged at a party. Like Harry's just not good looking enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the reason the reason is is like I've been smart. Eight, be careful. And not even that. I'm not smart at all. It, it's just 18 years of parenting means I, I, I and I hate going to clubs. Yeah, it, even it, bars like by it, now. Yeah, age. that's fair enough. Could happen. I was at a bar in in Zug in Switzerland, right? In Zug. Yeah, yeah. Of course. A bunch of weirdos there. <laughs> oh, when you, this is when you first first started living. Yeah, here. I kind of first started living here. Um, I was out with um, my girlfriend then at the time and a couple of her friends, and I'd bumped into some people that I had seen out there a couple times as well. Somebody gave me a shot, took the shot, and now like I I'll tell you this like back in those days, yeah, I would drink a lot, but I would never I'd never really have to throw up or I'd never really have to blackout drunks. Nobody really ever had to carry me home. Nothing like that. Like I'd, I'd not be doing that. 
you know i was always pretty oh i'm tipsy i'm good you know con- it was with control right but that night it was so strange because it wasn't uh i don't know what drug it was obviously but it definitely was some kind of uh date rape drug where i didn't lose any uh memory or blackout or anything like that i was completely conscious and in fact almost feeling sober but my body started to become very uh paralyzed right like uh i had i started feeling i felt incredibly drunk out of nowhere for some reason went outside to get a breath of fresh air and then i lay down and i just couldn't really get up anymore wow like i could still like i was still there i could still see and hear everything at the time but i my body just didn't work the way it used to right it was like incredibly heavy that's fucked Um, up so so paralysis yeah like for for a while i just lay there thinking i can't move very like i can't move much and after a while i managed to get up uh like stumble to the door and like uh try and call my friends and stuff and they all had to kind of like carry me home but in a state that i was completely conscious and able to like um thinking here in in a in an almost sober way were you able to talk it, like like it sounded like i was completely rat drunk but i could hear the words coming out my mouth in a, like a a mumbling fashion slurry yeah yeah and then uh and then i was almost like throwing up on the train a bunch and then I, the hangover the next day was like the most incredible hangover I ever yeah, had yeah. in my life vile yeah yeah often not even you know not even drinking that much at all that night um, so I, the fact that I could still be completely conscious and feel that way, and if somebody came, that's like, weird. Let's say held me down, that would be like a fresh fucking picture perfect memory I had of that situation, yeah. which is insane. Yeah. yeah, and I'm I was only accepting drinks from people that I kn- thought I knew, as well. You know, there's that. It, it, it I have developed a little bit of a paranoia after this, where it comes to open open drinks, mm. like be it a cocktail or a beer uh for a while i would only order beers in bottles yeah and i would watch the guy open it yeah even then that viral video where the guy like yeah. sneaks in a pill it's into a beer bottle fuck me yeah. dead oh, wow. he does it like professional so you know what there's a there's a club uh one of the university's um campuses in the u.s i don't know google it. it was in the news they only sell drinks now and there was a father-son invention they invented these uh plastic cups so they're like you know like how you get tupperware and you put like a plastic covering over it yep these are machine washable coverings for all glasses and bottles and stuff and the bar will serve you uh, a glass of alcohol with this cover and you can put a straw in it father sun creation google it i don't know the names (laughs) then yeah yeah i'm just having a and i it's just the the rage I, I mean i'm not letting that out right now but it, it's just like it, it's stuff that makes me like i'm mostly very optimistic about humanity believe it or not and, and <laughs> that's not true <laughs> it's, it's totally true i think I, I mostly i'm very forgiving and have empathy for people even in most fucked up situations where yeah, people but, make mistakes but this shit is just like this is unforgivable yeah it, it's so, completely unforgivable it, and I mean, this is the stuff where I start making Liam Neeson level fantasies yeah. about finding. I will find you and and roofie you and do really. F- <laughs> I want to. Yeah. I want to go into the history of this a little bit because um, the 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 person that roofies another person has 
um, a historical counterpart to this. It's the CIA. Um, <laughs> oh, the C- oh, like a truth serum or the whole, No, uh, no. Um, they, they had a whole period where they put hallucinogenic hallucinogens hallucinogens midnight midnight climax i think is the operation midnight climax um and they put it into the new york subway they uh, put it (sighs) they put it into water systems of little cities what there is um uh, a noted incident in a city of france is this conspiracy or this is real this this is uh this is all the cia drugged they did, the one they drugged the whole town in France. They what drugged they the do? whole town in France. What did they do? Um, it was a hallucinogen. Hallucinating. <laughs> hallucinogen. It was LSD. Uh, it was yeah. when they were fucking around with LSD. No way. Um, and here is the problem with these type of drugs, especially the shit that uh, makes your brain go into weird places. I, I'm not trying to say hallucinogenic. <laughs> Hallucinogen. Ah. Hallucinogen. Yeah. Here we go. Fuck nice. me, dead. Nice. It's got so gin, just remember, it's got gin, gin at the end. Hallucinogen. Yeah. Ah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were fucking around with LSD. Now, what these drugs do with your brain, um, when you are unaware of what is happening to you, you think everything is real. So if you are... Like, you know, people that take yeah. mushrooms and stuff, they always tell you, you have to be in a in a safe space. You have to be around people that you enjoy yeah. and like and blah, blah, blah. You shouldn't call anyone. Um, but you should live in the moment, rather. Yeah. Now, LSD, if you're unaware of what is happening, <laughs> you literally think that you have yeah. these fucking crazy experiences and yeah. you cannot put them in context. And this is why I'm saying this. It's... To me, um, putting drugs into someone's drink, they, this person has never consented to this and they don't know what's happening to them. And that creates an amount of trauma uh, afterwards. It, 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 it was in my case. Um, I bet, Dean, in your case, it, it created something, a, a fear or whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, and it, it creates a trauma that's incredibly profound. Um if you if you are aware that you're taking something that's funky, it's much easier to put into context. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But being unaware, be, having it done to you, that's incredibly fucked up. Yeah. This is why there's so many UFO sightings in the, in the US because of those LEDs. There, LED, there, there technically this. is a link to this. Yeah, but it, it's it's never some of the some of the cases have never been properly proven. The Operation Midnight Climax has been proven because it was, they were able to narrow it down to two guys that were fucking around in San Francisco. No. And they were, yeah, yeah. They, they rented a hotel room with a double glassed windows. Like the, 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 the mirror was a window. Yeah. So they were sitting on the other side and they went after um, sex workers and gay people. And then gave them laced gin, basically, with with LSD. And then fucking around with this. So the guys that were drinking these drinks, they they were never aware of what was happening to them, but they just had the wildest fucking (laughs) experiences ever. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so much so that it led to suicide and it, wow. it led to multiple suicides. And that French village that got dragged, there was heaps of suicides. Really? And even afterwards, because it's a trauma that was never... Were they seeing angels and... Yeah, they, used they to were seeing... One guy saw snakes... It's not like the CIA rocked up afterwards because I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, my bad. No, they for just... years it was under the carpet, and wow. and and then yeah, there, there was there was suicides because fucking teenagers died. Yeah, man. It, it was, it's it's wild. So, to me, this is a direct link somehow because it has the same criminal energy. Yeah. In a weird way, um, you do something to someone without that other person being able to control or consent yeah i mean and i mean there's there's someone else i'm aware of that had this done to them and what's even worse about it is in the context of their circle of people uh because um because like it was a bit like well i don't really remember so it's okay and then everyone's else say, oh, okay, fine, then we don't need to deal with it. But this person, like years after the event, it's fucked their life. They have no lust for life. There's no motivation. It's like always needing to go and have like long afternoon naps and just being like, yeah, maybe I'm being too specific. I hope this person doesn't listen to it, but, but sounds like depression, dude. Yeah depression basically and it's and you talk to them and one one of the things they'll say on a regular basis yeah i'm feeling really tired today wow and and, and it's just and there's also a level of it it's like the there's there's kind of been the, i guess there's rape getting reported but something like this it's so easy for everyone even the victim to be like well i don't need to do anything about this yeah you and i both were kind of like i mean i know you spoke to the cops because there's money involved but I was also like, I don't know, it could have been reviewed, could have not. But looking back, definitely drugged. Definitely. I, the one thing that I didn't do was a drug screen. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, yeah. again, I, I realized it way too late. Yeah. And Damage what, is done. If, if anything, that morning, I should have walked into the next cop shop and go like, hey, dudes, yeah. uh, can you do a little screening yeah, but, here? But that's the thing, because the effects last 16 hours or so. It's really down to, like, in a way, your buddies should never have left. They shouldn't like. It shouldn't have been like, "Oh, crispy." Okay, everyone's wasted, but still, they should like don't leave. Yeah, any man that, alone. that is definitely something in my head nowadays. Is like, no man left behind unless I'm cock blocking or something. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I mean, I mean, do you, do Dean? Do you remember, or, or do either of you remember, like the feeling of this drug starting to kick in? Like how 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 long is your window of time to be like? Because I was telling my daughters, you ever start feeling suddenly weird in a club? Yeah. Go to your best friend and say, "Get me out of here and get me home." Because some like what's your like? You've only what's your time frame for getting safe if you start to notice? You need a safe word for that shit though, because like often it'll be like I can imagine a scenario where you start feeling weird. You're like you because if you don't if you've never been drugged before you don't know what's happening yeah that's you the know? thing and um i was already hammered yeah so i i, I i'm having a boss I'm, I'm okay i'm feeling good mm. so i don't know exactly when it really kicked in for me it's a lot more about waking up the next morning 
so it's more just no man left behind kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. You got to rely 100%. on your friends. And and um, if you have been out with your mates enough, you can tell the difference between a drugged guy and a drunk guy. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, yeah, if I'm, I'm thinking again, it comes with experience. But I'm thinking with my daughter, like, she's young, and a lot of her circle of friends changes all the time. So, you know, there's always like like someone else, some other new people around. Yeah, they don't really know each other. There are things. There are um, signals, like, you know, people that don't drink a lot, if they start feeling oh, yeah. fucked up real quick. That's definitely a sign. Um, but but also what you were mentioning, Dean. I think these these code words. You can work. You can talk to bar staff about. Are you safe? That's true. There are. I think in most bars now, people are quite well trained. Yeah. To yeah. spotting these sort of things. Um. So I think it's probably the best bet. Go to the go, nearest bartender. Go to, the, go to the bartender and say like, dude. I don't feel Something's safe. Something's messed up. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends. Like that bar you were in, though. No, that <laughs> bar was. Who do you think would be there? And the guy's like, "Oh, like it's happy hour on this Swiss guy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not necessarily a bar that I would go back to. That's for sure. But okay, I'm not even sure if it exists anymore. I mean, one time, one okay, it one never time. existed. <laughs> yeah, probably. There, there's also a level to this. So, the, the, there's one time I was that, in the one brothel in London that doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> there's there's uh, one time that I still kind of look back at, uh, uh, and I went to the speed dating event once. Okay, and then afterwards, like we go t all together, pretty much to a bar, <clears throat> all, the, all the guys and the ladies. Um, and yeah, I was getting on pretty well with the ladies. There's this one guy who was kind of weird and, you know, they didn't really want to talk to him much. And as we sat down in the bar and I hadn't spoken to him that evening at all. And he then says something about like, to the effect of you're doing well. And then within three sentences, he made a roofie joke. And I can't remember what the joke was, but it was one of these things of like, you don't even know me and you said that. And I, and I, and I no, wish, that's fucked up. I wish now, and he put it in the ha 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 kind of, and, and now like at, at that point, well, I just wasn't, didn't have the wherewithal in that moment. Cause yeah, now I'd be, I would be like, like at least public humiliate a uh, public shame and i think there's a level of uh, what level is it within a circle of friends like there must be groups of friends where it's like one of your buddies is the roofie guy yeah and, and all your friends know it and it's like yeah he you know he doesn't get laid so he roofies like at what level oh, is fuck at what level is that bro code shit going on yeah it's true because i you know in a certain way like you've seen my son and i'm not saying my son and his friends are like that but they're a bunch of fucking teenage yeah, idiots and i could totally see they're how exploring their shit they'll yeah. Be, yeah they'll be teenage guys who'll be like oh yeah let's just, just put one yeah. and see Look, what happens it's either yeah. roofing or a school shooting this is my favorite new joke <laughs> taking one for the team save a save a class fuck me <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> nope okay 
but I mean, do you, do you think that is a thing? Like this kind of permissibility or bro code? Yeah, but I, I think we, we generally are shit as men talking yeah. each other out of bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially as a young teenager, if like your friends are, like if you're not cool with this, then you're not in the group and all you want to do is belong. Yeah, that fucking peer pressure well, bullshit. Shit. I mean, I didn't stand up for my friend's dad getting roofied. <laughs> I thought that shit was hilarious, <laughs> like, like Harry's doing right now. I still think it is hilarious. It is. <laughs> I mean, it is at the level of like the the soap in the jail like shower. <laughs> it's like there's like one yeah, case of a, from your son, a son roofing his dad somehow. <laughs> but but also with with the with the intent of like dad sucks at parties. Yeah, that's let's get him out of here. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. That is. Oh. <laughs> oh, here's your little special drink. So, Dean, to make good, you should... Is that still alive? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I fucking touched wood. I don't uh, <laughs> you could drop that bomb. <laughs> Just send him... No, but also, you... I, I kind of have an image of what type of that that is. <laughs> it's a white South African guy that has probably been drinking 15 beers every night anyway. He was a heavy drinker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... I, I, he's fine. He's, he's totally fine. Yeah, his kidneys, like, yeah, the, the, the eye drops had a problem. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was more like a night off Cutting for the family. Through. A night off of a beating for the family. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. Yeah, dad's fun now. I wait until he's had six beers, you know? <laughs> fuck me. And then he starts explaining rugby by actually, actually tackling he was, everyone. He would, he would explain rock music. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So you got a funny Rufy story. Let's yeah, <laughs> let's let's end on a high note. Quite literally. <laughs> no, so it, it's actually quite simple. So you you've heard this, right? You go to places uh, in the world where you know that you shouldn't drink the cocktails. Like you go to <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, when they're too salty. <laughs> 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 or when they put cheap alcohol in it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, it, 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 there, there was a thing in Turkey for a while where mm. people got blind, or I, I can't remember. Oh, so, Moonshine. Yeah, that was I was in Thailand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! It starts well. Yeah. So this I, is when we find out Christian has another wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it, it ended well. The okay. whole story ended well. Um, with the birth of my daughter, no, <laughs> no. Um, there is a there is a a, pla a place called Kosamui, and uh, there is a one one bar um, on the beach called Ark Bar, and it is kind of like a known entity in in uh, in Samui. It's a fucking wild Thai party thing <laughs> where they don't believe in decibel limits. In their music systems, it's oh, just—it's right, yeah. just, just pure bass. Yeah, it's all super Your fucked up. Bowels, you just start vibrating. There is dancers on the rooftop for whatever reason. They're just standing still, but the roof is fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like in, in, in like vinyl cop yeah. dresses or whatever. It's it's, it's a fucking wild <laughs> sweat. Yes, uh, there is guys in your toes. It, yeah, there is guys walking on the beach with with, with these huge. Um, animals, uh, what what are they called? Um, chameleons. They, oh, they're, they're like iguanas. Iguanas. Yeah. iguanas. They're drinking uh, out of their heads or something. 
they, they are alive. You, can, right. you, can pet, you can pet them. For now. <laughs> they get on the barbecue in a second. And right on the on the ocean front, there is guys like fucking fire twirlers or whatever. Oh, it's like, Jesus. Just, you know, just, okay, this is yeah, the vibe, right? We get it. Right? We get it. There's <laughs> one white guy who's like too, a little bit too pale you know, <laughs> with, a, with a low button top. <laughs> this is like a ritual sacrifice <laughs> scenario. Bro, I love Thailand. <laughs> so... We we are there as a group, and it is my understanding in this bar, fuck no bottles only. I, mm. And I go to the bar, I know what I'm drinking. Lo and behold, we're <laughs> there's a whole group of us. We're sitting there on on a couch, and obviously the gin and tonics rock up at one point. And I'm like, I wouldn't mind if I do. Yeah. So, oh, oh, no. oh yes, the Swiss boy would like. <laughs> and the Swiss boy realized really quickly that this was not a gin and tonic yeah and then i went for a lovely walk down the beach by myself this was this was was beautiful actually Mm. it was i was high as a kite acid right it was acid yeah it was was acid for that (laughs) and i was walking down the beach i had my flip-flops in one hand and the sand between my toes <laughs> and it was the most beautiful <laughs> um. it's like when i think it was the moment when that fucking iguana looked at me <laughs> and told you told something you, yeah. important yes. the secret of life you know? like, i need to go for a walk <laughs> as, as i'm getting back this is one of my favorite moments my uh, my friend Tim, he's the he's got a heart of gold. He works at a bottle shop in uh, in Queensland. He has long surfer boy hair. He looks like fucking Jesus, and he's he's not out with us. He's at the hotel. <laughs> he's he's walking along the water <laughs> into the ocean. <laughs> he knows immediately what happened. I walk up to the hotel. He's sitting outside. He's drinking vodka straight from the bottle. But he looks at me and goes like, "Dude, are you okay?" You need water. And he goes back into his room and brings out two bottles of water. It's like, you should chuck them now before you go to sleep. It's like, everything is beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. Good times, good times. That was uh, (laughs) at least an uplifting was That was very, it it was nice. But at no point did I feel threatened. That's the thing. Well, it's a good environment. Uh, then. It was it was a good environment, <laughs> except for the vinyl cops on the rooftop. I never yeah, got yeah. threatened, <laughs> and except for the iguana trying to anal probe you. It's an alien, man. <laughs> oh man, uh, I guess uh, coming to the end of this, it's more about like prevention tactics. You know, go go with people you love and trust to bars. Don't drink don't drink from strangers. Cover your drinks all the time. Do all the necessary precautions that we all probably know already. You know, that being said, when you don't feel normal, tell somebody you don't feel normal because you probably notice something's weird. And here's here's one for the cocktail drinkers. Watch the bartenders. Um, a good bartender will always put the glass on the countertop. He will, it will always be in your eyeline. So if the glass goes out of your eyeline, don't drink that shit. The glass has to stay on the countertop. You can watch them what they put in the shaker. You can watch them put what's in the shaker into the glass. There is never a moment where that glass goes away from you. So watch that. 
Otherwise, the bar is shite. Yeah, and if you must roofie someone, put <laughs> acid in their drink. <laughs> On no, the beach in Thailand. The beach in Thailand. Just kidding. <laughs> I, I just had one thought, is, and this is... I, it's it's actually bizarre in a way of like we we, we go out and intoxicate ourselves ridiculously That's and fine. then someone takes advantage of it. it it is fine but also no not the advantage part obviously but getting intoxicated part yeah, yeah it's your own free will it's your control yeah i know i know it, but it, it's also like there's a the paradoxically it's or i'm just thinking it's like this is how we we celebrate by putting ourselves in dangerous situations and no, it's not that. You yeah, go out and have alcohol with people you love and trust usually. It's not it's it's a perfect environment to become fucking preyed upon by someone who's trying to fuck shit up. Yeah, you're yeah, because cool. you're you're Your in, you're in a good mood. That's exactly Your guard the place. is down and that can fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Why why do you think why do you think there's guys selling roses at night? Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> Someone they must be making. Do you think they would sell more roses at six a.m. at Hauptbahnhof? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> or when everyone's feeling romantic or at eleven yeah. p.m. when the horn dog comes out. <laughs> yeah, it's ever worked. I can't believe. I've never seen one of those roses being sold. It's, they yeah. must work. I mean, they 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 are crafty little fuckers. They they're, they know they need to sell so. Mm. The one fucked up thing that happened in your face is this guy came around offering the roses, and one of the guys at the bar bought me a rose and sent him to, and I and I was like, get that fucking rose away from me, and I was like, really like, and he kept going like, I want to give it to you, and finally one of the bar guys had to intervene and said, we bought this for you like, <laughs> as, a, as a joke, yeah. and and I was like, oh okay, <laughs> it was fair enough. Yeah. Did you didn't you feel loved? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. This was the dumbest heckle ever. But I did feel slightly bad for this poor dude that takes a lot of abuse with yeah, his phrases. They, they, they do. Mm. What's uh, what's in your face, by the way? It is a comedy show on uh, Dali's Bar in Lochagut, and it's every second Sunday. So it's right in your face comedy. It's open mic. Uh, it's been doing very nicely. It's been growing. <laughs> and uh, she's like the pros. Harry looks like a rose blood right now. Yeah, yeah. And fuck, if you know anyone doing this shit, just fucking kill him. Can yeah, we just say yeah. That? Punch him in the head, nip um, him in the butt, and and yeah, like there should be. I, I anyway, I'm gonna get. I agree, though. I'm gonna make evil on this shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not. No, cool. I'm, I'm getting. I'm getting full on Chuck Reacher on this. <laughs> they should. They should get an elbow. Uh, <laughs> in between there, take fucking their eyes, drugs, tie them up, drug them. I think they should wake up. They've been transitioned to a hot female, and then they and then off. Yeah, I know. They I should actually be. read up on the story when um, this is America again. They should read up on the story when an American researcher gave acid to a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> what? That- that researcher was getting a little bit too frisky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that totally is happened. That, is that the one with the woman that also... Yes, that lived with the dolphin. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That is yeah, one yeah. of the greatest stories. If you get the... I forget what she says. The full story, it's so fucked up. Because, like, the guy that was running the place eventually abandons to have a career in Hollywood. She... Yeah, she, yeah. He, he worked for um, SeaWorld or something like that. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he he gave an, a dolphin acid because he thought the dolphin can help him speak to aliens. Mm, mm, legit, legit. Maybe he was onto something. <laughs> yeah, I guess he, at least he had a controlled amount of intake for illegal substances. You know, um, which gets us back to the bar. If you're going out, be careful of what you're taking. What yes. your friends are taking. Just be smart about it. Be cool about it. People are going to do drugs. People are going to take all sorts of stuff um, to try and feel better. But um, just make sure you know what you're doing. And, yeah. And actually, one other good bit of advice is it's worth reporting to the police because at least in Switzerland, you get free victim support therapy afterwards. So th free therapy is offered. And uh, that stuff can actually be really good. Like, Yeah, hard to come by in the city. And yeah. it's and do it because the, there's trauma there and it needs dealing with. Absolutely. And if you're unsure about a pill that you're popping, get it tested. Yeah, you can't do that here in the city too. In uh, Langstrasse, there is a pill testing station. They'll test all kinds of things for you. Oh, yeah. What yeah. kind of, what kind of things? saved a Will bunch of test, lives. Test an iguana. They'll, uh, <laughs> the thing is, if you're rocking up w with an iguana to a drug testing facility, it's too late. You've already <laughs> ingested whatever you shouldn't have. <laughs> okay. Any other yeah. bugs, Christian? Um, English stand-up comedy, uh, the last Thursdays of the month. Um, this one will come out. Yeah, so the next one is going to be in April. We will uh, release the name um, of the person very shortly. That's going to be headlining. Um, yeah, uh, end of April. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to announce it on this podcast again. Fantastic. Cool. For me, nothing. Just stay safe. Stay, stay safe, alert. People. Stay alive. <laughs> That's my slogan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Ciao.